episodes. Look at the Jets fans coming out of the woodwork again. Finally feel a little pride wearing that jersey. Yeah. Damn, I felt pride fucking four months ago. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did, Stop asshole. Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> I wore the jersey on the pod, dumbass. Oh, well, he does have yeah, receipts. Let's not forget yeah, who yeah. had a paper bag over his face during the podcast, <laughs> yeah, asshole. Still wore the jersey. <laughs> that's, and he was still worse. wearing the jersey. No. You, you had the plastic bag on with the jersey on. Paper. Same shit. No. It might as well have been plastic bag. No. Those are Those dangerous. Are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you cut <laughs> holes in them, <laughs> where your mouth is, it's still dangerous. Yep. I right. um, think we have some business to take care of before oh, we get we started. Do. No, I'm not yep. taking that. That's, that's you got to do one. Thing. As you can see right by Kanata's hand, there is a can of Bean Boozled Beans. Bryce, for undisclosed reasons on this podcast, because there is now a podcast that is undisclosed because of you not showing up. Well, so the reason isn't really undisclosed anymore. But you now have... That the was bean. just way too fucking confusing. <laughs> God damn, so my brain's in a blender <laughs> right now. <laughs> Bryce made us miss a podcast, so now... Uh, but I didn't, because there was going to be no recording. Yeah, there was going to be there a recording, gonna be recording if you showed up. fucking were there. So, if I miss, I can't miss, technically, is what you're saying. You can miss, but, but it's also a decent time reason. I miss, I get a fucking bean. When is the last time you had a bean? Last season, luckily. Whoa, how long ago was that? <laughs> it felt like 25 years or something. Oh, you know, that's another bean. Nah, bro. You see the fucking so then just take your one and dip. It's yeah. either, all right. Don't dip. <laughs> or you could do this one. I don't want to <laughs> do what, what are the two flavors? Well, what's the flavor you're taking? He's got an option between booger or pear. Ooh. I don't even like pear. This is the worst. So why are you taking that So then one? take cappuccino or a stink bug. Cappuccino is Cappuccino is actually good. Yeah, it's good. Well, I don't want a stink stink bug. No. So <laughs> then just take. Oh, he already did. Tell me you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is it? That's not gonna be close enough. Dick. What? <laughs> no, that's cheating. <laughs> what was the flavor you got? It's definitely booger. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> Ah, uh, you swallow them and swallow them in, in, involuntarily anyway. So, <laughs> oh, idea! Oscar gets fired. We invite him onto the pod and give him the whole can of beans. <laughs> He's just gotta eat the rest of the beans. Every performance that he muffed, it's a bean. I don't even want to see that man's face in this room. <laughs> he made it out somehow. <laughs> made it out the other side. There we go. All right. Well. Uh, you know who didn't make it out the other side? <laughs> Fucking Orlando, Orlando City. City. No. Uh, another home loss, and this one was uh, an abysmal performance. Yeah, two, what, Bryce, you said two, two, hello, two seasons in a row now that we've got swept by DC? Pretty sure it's been three. Three seasons? Three I seasons in so. a row. I think we've been swept. <laughs> um, okay. yeah. Sounds right. And uh, d- how does that line up with Oscar's tenure exactly? If you could enlighten me, mm. three years. Uh, mm. We're still in the rebuilding phase. We've got a group together. Got a gel. We've got a gel. Give them time. You're right. You're right. Give them time. Just keep 
just keep trust the process. Yep, just got to keep trust in the process. It's a it's gelling period. If we if we don't get out the other side of this gelling period, we'll never know how good we could be. We just we just got to keep taking loss three no loss or three one losses up the ass at home in front of fans because we're gelling. You know what I mean? With no improvement. No, there's no signs of improvement. Um, it's it's gelling. Dave says Dave said it. You know, we just got to gel, right? It's only been what four months, two three months <laughs> since the start of the season. Oh, and in that time, how many home wins do we have? One. Uh, but <laughs> we still got to gel, right? You got there, There's a process that that <laughs> happens when you bring in a lot of new players and a new coach, where you need time to gel with all of them. Right. Obviously, Oscar hasn't had enough time with people like Mo, Antonio, Pedro, Robin. Exactly. Yeah. So they need time to re- get reacquainted along with the new pieces we've added this off season. So who knows? It could take anywhere from another like two to three months to another like two to three decades. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just got to trust the process. Yeah. You know, Robin Johnson just broke our uh, all time caps. All, yeah. All time caps. And all, he still needs time to gel, all under so. one manager, but got to got to gel. Got to understand what's going on. Was he? No, he was here. He was here. He was here. Oscar. Oh, my bad. I, think, I thought he was right? brought in. I thought he was part of that Oscar regime he that was, got brought in. He was, brought, he was brought in the summer of season before 19, he came in. I think. Okay. <clears throat> so, my my mistake. But so, yeah, playing for two managers in your career, it's tough. You know what I mean? It's, it takes time. You gotta, like Dave says, trust the process, man. I mean, clearly, you know. We got to, like you said, not enough time together, new players, new managers. I mean, St. Louis is going through the same thing. I mean. Yeah, expansion team. They're having a rough this season, aren't they? You got to trust the process, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, Here's the way to look at it, right? We're already at rock bottom, so the only way to go is up. No. You can keep going through the bottom of the rock. You can be Grand Potter's Chelsea. I was going to say, I mean, yes, except We've given ourselves a pickaxe, so we're rock bottom, and we've thrown a pickaxe down there and a jackhammer. So we're like, eh, let's see if we can keep digging. We'll hit rock bottom, but then are we going to try to fight our way back up? Oh, no, 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 no. We have hit rock bottom. Yeah. Where we've just we've now called in the extra tools. We brought in the power tools. We're going to keep trying to go deeper. We've hit the mm. sea floor. Now it's time to start digging to the core of the earth. Yep. Let's see. I mean, if we release the core of the earth, then obviously, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be able to perform. That's you know, all that all that energy and that fire is gonna come out of us. So maybe that's just what it takes is just to keep getting our asses kicked. I thought at it, home. I, I thought you just got to China. Maybe we could recruit a new coach from there if we just keep digging and digging and digging. Well, maybe that's what maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's what Oscar's doing is he's just trying to learn Chinese because he knows that's where he's the only place he's ever gonna manage again. Maybe too high of a level to be fair. I think they expect a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all jokes aside, clearly it's, it's fucking no, poor. Our club it's is so bad. Dude, yeah, it's, it's mate. We've got one win in two what two months at home. Yeah. At home, for the worst. How many team games? That's what five games at home we've had. One, one, and three at home. Uh, <coughs> three goals for, seven goals against. So our last four matches, we've had a draw at home and three losses. Can I just plus Tigres is a draw too? So mm. wow. Just Fan fucking tastic. It's been exactly two months since we've seen a home win, which was a one nil win against who? Red, Red Bulls. Bulls. Red Bulls. Red Bulls off of a fucking pen. Yeah, we should have lost probably yep. three, four, 
Yep. Played line. horrifically that game, that match. <clears throat> Playing at a place that used to be nicknamed the Purple Palace. <laughs> it's It feels like a, not a ghost town, but like it just it's so depressing being there now. And we are losing the casual fan again. I am seeing, you know, post after post from, you know, some of our loyal Orlando City fans taking their friends, taking their family and stuff like that. And their friends and family literally being like, don't ask me to come anymore. It's just not fun. Like a spouse of somebody literally was like, I'd rather just not go to the games because it's miserable, boring to watch. Not fun. Exactly. Like, why would you waste, let's say, thirty dollars and two hours of your time for to see them lose? Like, let's be real. It's not even like we have a, a hope at drawing at this point. It just feels like everything's a loss. I think if I wasn't in the position that I'm in, being a season ticket member and doing this with you guys, the only reason I'd go to the match is if somebody invited me and they had the in the West Club ticket. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'll go sit in there. And if I knew that we were this shit. I would just sit in there, sit at the bar, have a couple of drinks, eat the food, enjoy, just sit inside. Uh, that's all I would do. I wouldn't even go out to watch a match. It's just so terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm over it. I don't know what is like. What else do you have to see if you're a person out there that is still Oscar in? Mm. What? Yeah, can <laughs> like you, what can more you, do you need to see? Yeah, can you drop like? And then it's not even like being like degrading and trying to like talk shit and stuff like that. I just want to know what the th- the thought process is, you know, for still having. It's like, is it just because we have a lot of season left to play? You know what I mean? Is that what people are just hoping that we're going to turn the corner, like forgetting how bad we are in the summer? You know, like, we need every point we can get now because we are going to drop points in the summer because the heat is unbearable. But You say the heat is unbearable, but shouldn't that be an advantage for us because we're used to it down here? Then if you have, like, yes Montreal no. come down, because then they're not used to it. If you're training in the heat 24-7, it's tiring. It's just going to wear on you, yeah. and after a certain amount of time, it's just your body's going to just kind of give up. Get something indoor. That'd be fucking could, nice. Milfs put a little roof over What's it called? Also, retractable roof. Yeah, not even retractable, just a roof it's over a training facility. You know, yeah. to well, be able to say over Gloria. Imagine a retractable roof. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. But okay, <laughs> we gotta we gotta win games first before <coughs> they fucking do anything. All right, it's I don't know. I mean, I left. I'll admit it. I left. I left when we conceded the second goal. Third. Third. You left between the 62nd, 63rd? No, I thought it was the second. I think it was the second. I left in the sixth. No, I left in the... Was it the second? I, I th- swear it was no, the sixth. I think it was the second goal. goal. Scored, I swear to God, they scored a third when you weren't there. Heard. I think right, we were walking. I left after the third, I'm pretty sure, to yeah. go help set up. Uh, we were walking to the car, and I feel like I remember hearing... I'd like... And I'm not going to hear it from anybody questioning how I feel about this club and my commitment to this club and being a Fairweather fan, any of that shit, when I come in here and dedicate all my time to do this shit. Like, that's just unquestioned. So, everybody has a right to express how they feel and if leaving early is how you want to do it, then so be it. You know what I mean? Like, they have to see the pain. You have to visibly see what's going on. In my opinion. You know, the owners can see what they want to see and, and feel how they want to s- feel. But until they start seeing their stadium empty out, 
You know what I mean? It's not even you. Like, I walked out there 76, I think, after I went to the bathroom. What? You didn't leave right after the third goal? No. I, I was like, I'm going to leave after the 75th or whatever it was. Gotcha. Um, it looked like f- the full-time whistle was blown. Like, there were a good amount of people leaving the stadium. So, it's not just one or two people. There's a good amount of people that are frustrated with the performance that won't sit through a whole game. It's just not good enough at this point. Um, our good friend Taylor over Orlando City, UK, said it really well, I think, after the game. And in years past, like, when we've conceded and we've gone down, we've gone down. You know, it's not like we've lost all hope. This year, every time we've conceded or we've gone down in a game, it feels like a mountain that we have to climb. You know we're probably not going to score. Yeah. It's just like as soon as we concede, it's like, well, there it goes. Here we go again. That's the game because we're over here hoping that we're going to score maybe one goal a game. Statistically, probably the worst offense in the league at this point. I think the only people mm. behind us are SKC at and, least Gal- one of the and worst. Galaxy. Mm, yeah. There's another team in the West that's pretty bad. Montreal is terrible, too. Colorado is pretty bad. 0-3-1 and one at home. Oh, yeah. goals oh. we scored at home. SKC scored one. At, we scored three at home. In six games, seven games? Five games. Yeah. Well, we scored four at home if you include Tigres. I heard. Uh, Not good enough. Shout out to the boy Kevin Show out there for continuing to do watch-alongs week after week with that shit because we're bad, but they are abysmal. Way to, way to knock him down another rung. <laughs> I, it's, it's, he knows. He knows. Man man just won the World Cup. Let him we'll, let him sit through a shit MLS season. <laughs> uh, they sat through many. Uh, well, according to Foot Mob, somehow we're ranked 16th. At all, or is this still home? Yeah. In the Supporters' Shield, we are 16th in home matches. There's a bunch of teams out there. Well, Montreal and Miami have two wins at home. Portland has two wins at home. Salt Lake has two wins at home. Vancouver has two wins at home, and they're below us. So, so we're still in the bottom half? Mm, yes. Against teams that were... Like, who we, we've lost to on there have probably been below us. DC. Regardless of home away. Teams that are worse than us. D.C., Charlotte. Nashville is a Nashville is tough ahead, team. Fair. Charlotte, we should beat. DC, we should beat. Uh, Cincinnati, a draw, nil-nil draw. That was just a horrific game. Um, and then we should be beating Red Bulls. So, yeah. So, talking points that are going around that we are just going to try to touch on. Uh, obviously, no answers that we have. But maybe just thoughts. What's the problem with us at home? Oscar. Why why can't we get points at home? I got you. Oscar goes into games. He goes into games not to win games, but not to lose games. He plays for the draw. His tactics, you see it within the first five, ten minutes of him playing. He goes into games not to lose. He doesn't want to lose at home. But him not going for wins at home is it's what's costing us because we don't know what to do, say, if and when we go down. You know, that might have been the 
best thing you've said on this fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Hey. Thanks. Uh, the, like the boogers. The booger. The boogers <laughs> helping you. The boogers gave me a fucking headache. I think you're spot on <clears throat> with that. I, it's the way we play, in my opinion, the defensive mindedness, the try to sit and break mm-hmm. aspect of it. Like we said it earlier on in the season. I said it at least earlier on in the season. The worst teams in this league can score against the best teams in this league. So you have to be able to score goals. You have to play attacking-minded football because sitting back and defending is not going to work in the modern MLS era. So when teams come here and take the fight to us, I feel like it throws them off, completely throws them off, because he expects teams to start the game on the back foot. I feel like he expects teams to come here, and they're like, they're on the road, so they're going to feel their way into the game. And he thinks that we're going to have that opportunity to feel our way into the game. And it's just like... I don't know. We've been calling for it for two years now. Just come out the gates and step on somebody's throat, man. Just once. Just fucking once. I want to say there was a a match in which that did happen this season. There was a goal that we scored, but then it was called offside within, like, the first, like, six minutes. I can't remember. Was that the preseason? No. <laughs> Definitely wasn't preseason. We got to dig into fucking preseason to uh, find that. That's was, was it Nashville? Trying to find it, see if it's just on. For what? I missed that. There was a game. He was saying that we just need to come out and step on somebody's throats at the beginning of the game and and just kind of come out and attack. And there was a goal that was scored like six minutes in, but it was called off, or there was like a foul. The Revs game? The Revs game? The preseason? Was it really? Was it really the preseason? I think it it was the Revs game. I really do. Remember, we started that game out pretty well. There's no way. So... We have a negative two goal differential, and that's just fucking poor. Um, probably going to get some hate for saying this. Oh, Mauricio mm, probably not should not have been resigned. What's his yeah. current deal? It's a one year. He, and uh, he's what? Uh, he could be fucking gam tam. Damn, bam, <laughs> slam, thank you, ma'am, deals. Pissed me off, bro. Like, okay, so he's on the top one before he's a DP. All last season, I was, I wanted us to sign a DP number yeah. 10. Yeah. If we weren't going to do that, we were going to sign Ojeda as a DP. I'm fine with that. But then you have another guy like Mauricio making way too much money for the production he's doing on the field. So if we could have even brought in a GAM or Tam, number ten. That would have probably been more beneficial than us resigning him, regardless. Yeah, so I feel like we have two better options on our team already, and Dagger Dan and um, Felipe. But they're not getting the minutes because he's our captain. You know what I mean? Like, and I get you know all the stuff he's done for the club and the leadership and all that stuff. It's huge, and we appreciate that. But I don't know, man. I like we. It feel like it's getting said a lot right now with the Oscar saga and everything like that. Like I support the club. I support the badge. You know what I mean. I don't support any. I support you while you wear my badge and stuff like that. But I'm also a realist and understand when it's time. It's time. Mm-hmm. And he's just too old, too slow. Not do not doing enough for us on the pitch. To be given caps over and over and over and over and over. 
It's like, all right, he wasn't doing anything in the 10. Let's move him to the 8. He was productive there for a little bit, but he was, now he's not being productive in, in the 8 role, so let's try moving him back to the 10. Like, no. I feel like that might just be a tactical thing because, like, there's no fluidity in the midfield. It's so rigid. There's no, like, Mo doesn't drop back to receive a ball. Like, there's no rotation in it. Same thing with our front line. I feel like that's a problem that boils down to Oscar. Like, you see good teams, uh, at least in the Premier League, they have a fluid midfield. They have someone who will drop in, someone who will check up. Like, people will move into different spaces where we don't have that. Like, you'll never really see Caesar so much go, like, up, down, side to side. Well, Caesar's not that kind of player. He's way more defensive. But, like, I agree with what you're saying. Having a fluid midfield is kind of necessary at this point in football. Integral, yeah. Yeah, You get Dagger Dan in there. I think Felipe can move more than... Caesar, I think Caesar's just way more defensive minded. And I mean, if we could find someone else to hit that eight role, that could be in the triangle midfield that could move around. And uh, as long as they're not under Oscar Pereja, then <laughs> we'd have a better midfield. Like, very rarely do you see, like, let's say if Dan plays that right center mid spot, you'll never see him on the left side at all. Like, they're so stuck in their positions, there's nothing for them to do. Uh, go ahead. So throwing it back to your captain point of, like, Mauricio, he's our captain, so he should be playing for us, right? He doesn't even do that much on the field when he's the captain. Like, you'll never see, like, him yelling at players, like, this is what you need to do. He's just there. And he, like, he doesn't, for me, he doesn't fill the captain role as much as I I mean, I didn't say that he has to start. I know. I feel like the signing was a good signing, but... Um, Maybe so not money-wise, but yeah. Like you were saying, with the no fluidity in the midfield, I mean, we just, like you said, we don't see that in our team at all. Like, something that we were talking about at the game. There's just no off-the-ball movement. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's just stretching wide away from the ball or making a run, you know what I mean? Like, a pointless run down the field. There's no movement. There's nobody. There's no rotation. There's no passing triangles. There's nobody trying to free up, be, find the free man. You know, <clears throat> when these teams press so high, there's always going to be a free man. There's always going to be a free man, especially with the way we play with getting Pedro involved because he's good at his feet. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a free man. So it's it's just about slowing the game down in your head and playing simple football in reality. And that would be we would be so much further effective than we are currently, but it's we can't do that. Again, a tactical thing because you'll see us move the ball around, and then people start to move. They won't move until the ball is moved. If that makes sense, where you'd probably hope to see people drop in before the ball is being moved to create more space. That's fully an IQ thing too. Yeah, just, the player has to have the IQ of knowing where to move, when to move, how to move. But, but again, how much is that ball? tactically word pot or not? Fuck, what's his name? Oscar just wants them to stay in that position. I mean, if that could, that could be a part of it. But also, at some point on the field, you gotta see that this isn't working. And if you're not moving, and you know you're not moving, then you just kind of have to take it over and move. And then, if then if we actually play better and we score, and Oscar sees that moving works, yeah, then. I mean, I watched Leeds and Leicester today two bottom of the table premier league teams <coughs> one of them is most likely going back down this year to the championship 
but the fluidity and the movement that you see at that level in there in the midfield, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You see McKinney getting back, getting forward from left to right, like a true box to box eight. Like that's something we're really missing. I, you know, junior or so type player. You know what I mean? And I think we haven't figured out how to cope with the loss of that type of player. That's like our version of losing Saudi Omani. Yeah. It's like you didn't realize what you had when you had it. Until it's gone. Yeah. I think Dagger Dan would do that perfectly. Junior's way more physical. I I mean, I I would agree, but I think he could do it better than Mo. And so you're going to have to put Mo... We like to play the four two three one, right? So you gotta have that six, eight. Well, and at ten. this point, we've played back to back games and, what, and three got, slash five back. But you yeah. were like you were saying. But then you have Dagger Dan. Then you're gonna if you aren't gonna play Mauricio and you're gonna keep him off, then you, you're gonna have to bring in uh, Ojeda or Facundo to the number ten, which is not their dominant position, because in the off season you want to sign. 25 wingers but no depth at attacking midfield which we've been lacking for the last three years and in his systems that he likes to play the 4-2-3-1 you need a number 10 like that and Mauricio is just not it right now yeah I just there's some shit he's a fucking donut alright so to wrap it up let's do high lows for the first time this season before we move to that High lows, two top one, top bottom, one two. bottom two. Yeah. <laughs> We're so inconsistent with that. Um, in the Discord, someone was asking for alternate coach options. We kind of went through that on the Patreon, but I just wanted to bring up the point of Tata Martino. I'd fucking take him, bro. Yeah. At this point, yes. At least he played. Huh? In the MLS, you're going to need to play offensively because all teams can score on. Like Whoever, yeah. even good defenses. Maybe not SKC, but okay, <laughs> they're like. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even I hate to say this, but when he was in Atlanta, the way he just attacked was relentless, relentless, yeah. all the time. And we have the players to do it. So if we had a coach that had that mindset coming in, I feel like our defense is good enough to just play how they know. And let him just craft our offense, and I think he could. I think he could do it. I mean, yeah, Tata Martino, obviously, like that's a great option. But just to hold on to Oscar because we don't know who we want. Like when Patrick Vieira is still out there without a job, Terry Henry could be given a job. Brandon Rogers could come in here and probably do better than what we have right now. You got Biesa still without a without a job. Like there's names out there. So most of those are too big for us. So. There's not. That's not a thing. Yeah, Gerard yeah. too. There's. It's yeah. Stevie G. Even you know, like even Gerard's like a. It's, it's just a dream though. It's tougher for us, but when these some of these managers have now been out of a job for almost a year. Over a year, some of them, you know. If we come in, offer them a good contract with good money for them to resurrect their career type of thing. I think you could you could bring somebody like a Patrick Vieira back to this level. You could bring a Stevie G to this level. You know, McBeasa is obviously a reach. You know, but just to say, like, there's quality out there in the manager pool that we can find and we can sign. But Tata Martino is a quality manager too. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's coached Mexico and Atlanta. So for all of us, that's just not the 
best background, but uh, He's at a this winner. point, I'm taking him. Damn better than Oscar. Give me Phil Neville. No. no. <laughs> mm, that's somebody I will not take. Give me Michael Carrick. <laughs> I mean, Michael Carrick. Doing wonders. We, we, we fumbled it. We should have got Vince Company when we had the chance. <laughs> yeah. Before he got you know, noticed. But, <clears throat> all right. Yeah, top one, bottom two, because we suck. All right. Top one on one. Ready? Uh, hold Three. on. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Do you really have to think about this? Oh, no. Sorry. No, I forgot we scored a Three, goal, so. two, one. Duncan McGuire. Um, what a guy. Honorable mention to Pedro. Honorable mention to Pedro. Three. No. No. Yeah. What the fuck? No, Pedro's always just. How much of that is his fault? Pedro's Eight? just always an honorable mention because he still plays for our club. That's fair, but in this game, no. Not even close to an honorable um, mention. Honorable mention to OC Fan TV for consistently going out there every single week and. I'd be at the pubs drinking during games if it wasn't for this. <laughs> Consistently going out there, c- collecting reactions. I'm not going to say the entire fan base because the bickering is fucking childish and annoying. So grow I, up. I just want to give uh, I'm sorry to Janssen, Felipe, and uh, Dagger Dan. I'm sorry for yelling at you guys when you came over and clapped the wall. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dickhead, man. Bro. I'm so tired of everything. No, you're just a dickhead. I, no, no. In the moment, I feel like I had to yell at someone. Make it Oscar? Well, if he would come over to the wall sometimes, maybe I fucking would. <laughs> but sorry. Another that was not mentioned to Joe Douglas. Oh, He's resurrecting the Jets. Not resurrecting the Jets. He's putting you in the grave. You just gave away your future for a quarterback that's going to be there for two years. Ironic, not gonna isn't win it? Shit. Ironic, isn't it? He yeah, gave us a Super Bowl. He's not going to win you shit. Yeah, until we'll Aaron Rodgers goes into another dark basement. <laughs> Does drugs <laughs> for three days straight in the dark. If it's a Super Bowl, it's a Super Bowl. It's not. You're not going to win a Super Bowl, mate. We'll see about that, Chief. Um, before we log off. Uh, I'd bottom two. two. No. Dumbass. Yes. All right, bottom two. Go ahead. Apologies. Uh, so, bottom two. My first is going to be uh, Romero Enrique. Um, came on, didn't look great, didn't really get involved in the game that much, and then to come on and concede the way you conceded. Like, I get it, you're not a big man, you're not going to body anybody in the box, but to just get beat to the ball and not even to try to put the man off, you got to be better there. You got to be better there. Uh, the other bottom one, um, yeah. The big O. Oscar, Oscar definitely takes it. Honorable mention is going to go to Caesar. He had a, not a great performance. Um, his passing was off. He could never, he didn't seem to find those passes to break the lines like he typically does. Uh, seemed like the game was going too fast for him, unfortunately. Which, obviously, we don't say a lot about him. But, <clears throat> and then, yeah, like you said, the real culprit is our manager, Oscar Perea. All right. I'm going to Oscar. And then I'm going both Schlegel and Robin Johnson. <coughs> they were getting 
bodied all night long. And yeah, Benteke I think, made them their bitch. Yeah, and I think Antonio Carlos is the only one that won a aerial duel. According to football view, was three of four on aerial duels. Robin was zero of four, mm-hmm. and then Schlegel was two of five or something. Two of five. Yeah. Still, they got bodied all night long, and just can't do that. Got to be especially running. against Benteke. You can't let him do that all match long to you. Every ball they would play, he would just bring down, find a player, and they'd have a chance. It was like elementary school shit. Like, if he's doing that to you that long, just fucking put a shoulder in him or something. Just let him know you're there. Because all night he was just doing whatever fair, he wanted. He's experienced in that, though. I agree, but... So like if, if you, you don't do any, yeah, if you don't do anything to him, he's gonna continue to do the same shit. So tr- try something at least. I said you, you or me. No, I mean I'll go if you want. Good. Um, I mean I pointed out to Kanata, it's got to be the big O, Oscar Pereja. What is the big O? Why did someone like that try to get him to say Oscar? Hard. So that's a big O, isn't it? It's a medium-sized O. In it. Compared to the O's back there, that's a big O. Okay, go ahead. Asshole. Um, Tactically not good enough for the, what, second straight month? So, yeah. On top of, you know, last season and apparently him losing the the dressing room after the semifinal of the Open Cup last year. It's not looking bright for him. It's it's time to go. Um, Other one. Everyone. (laughs) <laughs> At this point, like it's just not good enough. Except for Duncan, I'll give him that. He he fucking runs his heart out. I'll the give him that. Guys. Hopefully he's good. But can I say one more thing? So, so Oscar Pereja, right? Everyone's like, oh, he brought us from the ground or whatever. Though I feel like the only good thing he's done was the MLS back at MLS back tournament. MLS is back. We were actually playing good football, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we finished our best that year. We fucking should have playing Atlanta, which were in the mud at that time. NYC, or Atlanta, Miami, and I think Nashville was the other team. We played like nine, ten games that season because it was the regional shit. And that's our best performance. Then we play the rest of the league, and we finish, what, I think it's sixth and seventh or fifth. We just played like shit. So we just steady decline. How much of that came down to Nani and DK, too? A lot. A lot. If we didn't have Nani, bro, oh, my God. All right, sir. I don't I Other than Duncan, I'm just going to say everyone. I, I really can't pick. I, I'm at the point where, like, I'm there at those games, but I already know what's coming, so I'm just out of it. So sometimes I'm sitting there trying to break it down so I have something to talk about on the pod, but. At this point, I'm just depressed to be in those stands, and uh, I don't know. I yeah, yeah, it's just bad. Chelsea and, and Orlando okay. City just doing you in this year, like Arsenal and Orlando City oh, did yeah, me in I'm for years. It. So, all right, sir, uh, did you have something to say? Yeah, to the to the people on Twitter that want to hate on the fans in both the wall and just the normal seats that were clapping Ruan off the pitch as he got subbed off while my stomach just asked for food. Um, Why? Like, why why can't we clap a former player 
that did pretty decent for our club over his whole tenure off. Like you, the reasoning on Twitter that I saw was, oh, maybe that's part of the reason why the atmosphere of the stadium is so bad and we don't get uh, a bunch of fans anymore and that's why we're losing and we're shit. No, because we clap one player off the pitch that was, I think he had at least 100 caps for us, mm. 100 matches played for us. Like, I, I'm sorry that we're not playing well right now, but it's not because we're clapping former players off the pitch. It's because of the man that's sitting in the manager box running shit tactics. Don't get pissed because we clap former players off the pitch and respect them. It, that was something for me because if you're trying to blame that, like how many straws do you have to reach for before you realize it's the manager? I, it makes no sense. And so. to make it make a little bit more sense, we never actually got to say goodbye to him too because yeah. that was like a random trade like, what the fuck? right before the draft. Yeah. It's <sighs> that and it's like the bickering, like we we're I was saying, within the wall, within the fan base and stuff like that. We're all we're all frustrated. We all we all are like losing sucks, man. Losing in the fashion that we do sucks even worse. Over and over and over again, right in front of your face at home. Yeah. It's like uh, like I tweeted today, quality without results is pointless, and results without quality is boring. So we are literally in the middle of both of that right now. So it's like the tension within this fan base is high, and I feel like everybody's trying to find a reason to say this is what's going on. Yes, but clapping a former player off is where we've gotten. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> just the the tension is so high, and we're at it. We're at a tipping point. It's the truth. You know what I mean. The club is at a tipping point. It's a turning point for us. Are we going to become one of the top names in MLS history, or are we just going to go and be another mediocre team that just exists in this league? Oscar's taking us back down there. We're. We're at a tipping point, man. Like, we won our first major trophy, and we had a chance this year with our signings to come in and really put the league on fucking notice. But no. So. Should have. We really should have. It's who do you, It really comes down to, and I, like, play this clip in the fucking locker room. Who do you want to be? You know what I mean? Who do you want to be? As a fan base, as a team, as a manager, who do you want to be? That's the question I pose to everybody. Do we want to be remembered and part of this league's history? Or do we just want to be somebody that exists and goes to games and just talks on OC Fan TV after? Like, we're at a point, man. It's time to make Nothing a decision. Wrong with talking about OC Fan TV. Oh, we're of course. But, you know, we're at a point. You got to make a decision as a club. Both. 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 Well,. If you like what you heard here, make sure that you hit that like button, hit that turn on that notification bell, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. It definitely helps us out a lot. If you like the content here, make sure you check out our Twitter at OCFanTV22, our Instagram at OCFanTV, our TikTok at OCFanTV. If you're watching us, you found us. If you're listening to us, then you found us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever the hell you're listening to us on. Stay tuned. <laughs> Because we may have some big OC Fan TV news coming out in the next couple of weeks, possibly. Just know that you guys are making a difference. You guys are helping us out a ton. So continue to share out our content. Continue to like everything. You're putting algorithms in the right spots, and we're getting seen by the right people. So thank you, guys. 
without telling you what we're talking about because nothing's confirmed yet. But we've got some big steps, big things coming out in the future, hopefully. Um, but yeah, this has been don't, another episode. Wait, don't switch it to me really quick. This is this is what we'll end it on. Bibbity boppity get off the fuck out of my club. <laughs>